Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Nuts and Noteworthy, the podcast that delves into the realm of mental health and well-being. I'm your host, Rain, and today we're embarking on a whimsical journey to celebrate the quiet wonders of introversion. Join me as we explore the world of introverts and their unique approach to nurturing mental health in an extroverted world. So, my dear friends, grab a cup of tea and find a cozy nook and let's dive in. Introverts unite. Well, separately. I <laughs> uh, no, that's awkward. Oh my god. But yeah, that's right, my fellow introverts. Today we're shining a spotlight on the often misunderstood minds that thrive in solitude. Let's begin by unraveling the essence of introversion, shall we? It's not about being antisocial, it's actually about Selectively socializing. We introverts find solace in our own company, allowing us to dive deep within ourselves for reflection and growth. Unfortunately, our love for quiet contemplation often leads to misconceptions. People label us as shy or unfriendly, but you know, that couldn't be further from the truth. You see, I, I have, let's talk about my personal experience. So I'm also an introvert and I have tons of experience wherein I'm labeled as shy or unfriendly, um, most especially when I was in elementary that um, those days I'm often labeled by people around me as shy and that actually led to me being unable to grab on some opportunities that I really want to be part of, uh, like join contests that um, my parents and uh, other people around me usually say that I'm shy. No, that Rain is shy. Yeah, um, she, she can't actually be out in public like that because she can't handle it. She's shy. Even if deep inside me, I'm just, I'm actually just observing everyone. I'm observing everyone and then um, talking to myself and uh, actually just absorbing everything. But in fact, I'm actually not shy. I actually can do that contest. I can actually join that contest and I have um, the confidence to um, be out in the crowd and present myself but eh, but just but because of my introversion it gives um a different um uh, it gives up a different uh, um a different you know perception for other people around me you know they see it differently even if you know i, I just function like that you know i i uh I find I find peace and tranquility when it comes to you know being for having alone time that that and uh, growing older 
aside from being shy uh, because by time as i grew older i'm already conquering the idea of you know th- those people saying that i'm shy because i was able to break free from that because i was ab- um, in college most especially i was able to show that hey i can do this i can do that yeah i've already already broken broken free <laughs> from the idea of me being shy so i'm not shy anymore but they see me as antisocial. Yeah, that is kind of offending at some point because nah, no, 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 my dear, I, I'm actually not unfriendly. I got friends, but only a few <laughs> because I tend to have a small circle. I like it that way. I love keeping my circle small. And that's just how the way it goes. That's what I'm comfortable with. As an introvert, most of us are just like that. We have friends. We're not unfriendly. We're not antisocial. We can mingle. We can be fun. We can be outgoing, but with the right crowd that we are comfortable with. And that's just how it is. And and I made this podcast episode because... I want to debunk the mis- misunderstandings uh, about being an introvert, you know, uh, in this world of extroversion and embrace the diverse tapestry of personalities that make our world so beautiful. You know, I want to make uh, things clear with everyone that introverts have a rich inner world brimming with thoughts, dreams and insights. So that's the reason why. I made this podcast episode. Uh, The extroverted world where the party is always popping, but our batteries are dropping. (laughs) It's true. Society tends to favor extroversion nowadays and leaving introverts feeling like fish out of water at times. You know what I mean, right? For my fellow introverts out there, you know how it feels. We often find ourselves yearning for a moment of solitude while others bask in the joy of constant social interaction. But hey, fear not, my dear introverts. We have our own secret weapon, and that is the art of recharging. While our extroverted friends thrive in the bustling crowds, we find solace in recharging our social batteries through moments of tranquility. So next time someone invites you out, don't hesitate to say, hey, sorry, I can't hang out. I'm busy recharging my social battery. After all, my dear, nurturing your mental health should always take the best, you know, the the topmost priority rather that that's what i'm trying to send the message yeah it should be the topmost priority all the time yep earlier i have already started the idea of um, nurturing our mental health so let's um 
let's expand that idea even more. Let's talk about self-care introvert style. My dear, my friends, everyone who's listening uh, in this podcast episode, my dear introverts, picture this. A cozy night in pajamas. You know, you have your pajamas on, Netflix playing in the background. Isn't that amazing? Right? Just picturing it out. Introvert approved self-care at its finest. Taking care of our mental well-being is crucial for introverts. It's about setting boundaries, creating spaces where we can rejuvenate our souls and recognizing that me time is not a crime. Um, one example that I can share to you um, when it comes to feeling guilty of uh, having me time because in in my years of being an introvert in this world, I have lots of moments wherein I already depleted my battery, my social battery, uh, like totally depleted, and it's actually hard thing it's a tough one because it affected not just my mental health but it also affected the people around me and that's one of the greatest reasons that i found out that us introverts should always have time for ourselves like always have me time for ourselves what i'm talking about are those years wherein i'm just a fresh graduate yeah and Actually, my early 20s, wherein I work in corporate office and most of my work are doing executive assistance. You know, executive assistance, the job is more on assisting the higher ups, the upper management. And as executive assistants, we have this routine of back to back to back to back meetings. And that is draining. I'm telling you, you'll be stuck in a room full of people for hours you know either you're reporting or just taking down notes but still there are people around you uh, for me uh, this is how it feels when i'm stuck in a room full of people when i used to work in a corporate office it feels like my energy is being uh, snatched out of me you know the, they're they're getting my energy like in all directions until i'm depleted at the end of the day. And one thing that I never did when I was in my early 20s and doing that job is I never had um, a me time. I, I don't do that. I just kept on working, 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 long and extended hours. And then um, I arrive home and me not having me time or taking time to relax myself recharge my social battery you know here comes my sibling my youngest brother uh, most especially here comes my younger brother at the door waiting for me welcoming me but me having no social battery anymore i'm grumpy i'm cranky i put out all of the frustrations towards my little brother, which I'm really sorry about. Uh, and that is not good. It didn't just affect me and my 
mental well-being it also affects the people around me and for years i've been doing that my brother is actually afraid of me <laughs> he thinks that he thinks that i will devour him like every time i come home and then he welcomes me uh, you know lovingly sweetly but here i am being a cranky um grumpy woman after a long day and uh it took me years honestly to realize what i'm doing was wrong and I, i'm i'm really sorry for my brother for being like that but as i grew older and i noticed the patterns i realized that whenever i allotted like even 15 to 30 minutes uh after a long working day very the best one is one hour after a long working day nobody talks to me i'm just um stuck in my own world you know reading or either listening to music and cranking up the volume that one oh my god that creates a big difference when it comes to my mood and i i don't get um get bitch moment <laughs> sorry for the word uh, and i don't treat people um badly whenever i allotted me time for myself and yeah that, that that's just what i can share when it comes to the importance of having me time as an introvert so my fellow introverts let's prioritize self-care and embrace our need for solitude whether it's curling up with a good book meditating in the stillness of the morning or taking long walks in nature let these moments of introspection be our guiding light towards a balanced and nourished mind all right so now on this part of this episode we're gonna talk about socializing as an introvert <laughs> you know socializing the realm of small talk and awkward conversations yeah that one it's not our forte you know it you know it guys it's not it's not what we are good at but fear not we introverts have our own strategies for navigating social situations instead of uniting in the center of attention we prefer to unite in the corner observing and engaging in meaningful connections i've actually proven this like for so many years that i was you know people are understand uh, misunderstanding me when whenever i am quiet and they're then they're having conversations here and there uh, like um, having fun or laughing about someone or uh, about the topic like that um i just tend to be quiet you know and then i just smile <laughs> and then laugh a little bit <laughs> like that but i don't engage i, I don't speak out yeah i'm that type of person and usually my closest friends i they, they know it and my former colleagues they know that 
I don't talk a lot when they when when they have topics like that because it's because I'm that person who doesn't enjoy small talks. Uh, I actually enjoy deep conversations, like meaningful ones. Uh, I love engaging to that. When you talk about life, uh, oh, come on. Talk about the universe. Yeah, yeah. Talk about the universe. Talk about astrology. Talk about, you know, um, what about, what else? Mostly when it comes to life. Yeah, those deep conversations. Uh, I love talking about life being inspired like or even like a book talk about talk about a new book you have all you have read i will most likely engage in that one because i love reading books most especially the self-help books yep i will talk to you like for hours and hours and hours and hours about that yep and yeah that's just how it goes for me um sometimes people what do you call this? Label me as someone who is not accommodating or very quiet, very shy just by being like that. But little did they know. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. For those people who, who have been with me, who have worked with me and experienced those moments that I'm, oh, I'm just quiet and I don't engage. I'm, I'm sorry. This is just how I function. Yeah yeah i'm a boring person yeah i'm a boring person i i love talking about life <laughs> anyways seeking out like-minded individuals who understands and appreciate the beauty of quiet companionship yep they're out there dear introverts waiting to connect on a deeper level there are lots of them out there me i have met my 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 person who who is very much like this and that is my husband um actually my husband is an ambivert but you see my husband is so smart he's very intelligent full of wisdom he's funny and i love talking to him for hours and hours you know the first time I, we we met um, we talked for eight hours and every day we will be talking for hours and hours and hours, like for oh, eight hours, 12 hours. And when we work, you know, he will, after work, he will talk to me for four hours, five hours before going to bed. That's our routine. I love talking to him because he's the type of person who, who starts conversations about life. Uh, inspiring things you know like that but even his plans in life uh, his plans with me and his plans on getting a big house for us you know the design like this i'm always fascinated by him because um he he's just he's just so amazing whenever he talks you know i, I love people like that i don't like talking about other people's lives but when it comes to things like that like talk to me like planning a business um, plans for the house or 
raising kids or having a family or anything about life or just listen to me when i babble about astrology and you know all the my spirituality things yeah i will talk and talk and talk and talk for hours and yeah so for my fellow introverts out there don't lose hope because there will always be someone who's meant to you know enjoy the beauty of quiet companionship with you and you know even if it's just like small um deep um like deep talks you know like that and it's quite boring for other people there will always be someone who's finding it interesting yep yep remember um and remember there are people like us out there who who wants to connect on a deeper level remember it might be only a few people out there but it's quality over quantity that counts and so when you have friends like that or loved ones let's cherish those relationships that resonate with our souls and together we'll create a harmonious symphony of introverted awesomeness Quiet power, the introvert's secret weapon. Beneath our seemingly reserved exteriors lies an abundance of unique strengths. For those people who doesn't see it or doesn't notice it, we have the deep thinking. You know, as introverts, we have deep thinking. We have empathy and creativity flow through our veins, allowing us to craft and shape the world around us. We introverts are the architects of creativity, the dreamers who dare to envision a different path. Mostly, um, actually most of, like for example, writers, most of the writers are introverts, me. I consider myself as a writer, <laughs> yeah. Ever since I was a little girl, I, um, I loved writing. Yeah, I was part of a school paper when I was, no, starting elementary hours. I, I was the editor-in-chief of our school paper and then high school feature editor. And then college, I just do some contribution only yeah, because it was busy time for me. Anyways, but yeah, I love writing. I always loved writing. And there are lots of writers out there who are uh, also introverts because... You know, and you see, writing is a form of um, release for us, like a therapeutic release for us. Whatever we can communicate when it comes to talking, when we write it, we're able to express it. You know? Yeah. And writing is actually a, an art. It's, a, it's something that is beautifully you know beautifully uh created like whenever you write it's something that's beautifully beautifully crafted by the mind and then putting it in a piece of paper or typing it in you know in google doc or microsoft or yeah whatever your form of writing is but yeah it's a beautiful art and most introverts loves art you know that me Aside from being a writer, I'm also a sculptor and 
and a painter yeah those things um those art forms of art allows me to express myself with you know with every brush stroke when i paint with every shape i form with my hands when it comes to sculpting and all the ideas i pour my heart onto whatever i'm writing yeah it's a form of release for me therapeutic release for me for something that i'm not able to talk about or express in words like speaking it out loud with my voice yeah anyways first introverts what i can what i must remind you about is to always embrace your introspective nature let your thoughts and ideas flourish for they have the potential to make a profound impact on society it is in our silence that we find the loudest voice speaking volumes through art literature and the many innovative ideas that have shaped our world all right so we have um tackled a lot of things about introversion and the earlier parts of this podcast now i want to talk about how to have a fulfilling life and what is the key to have it right now at this age of mine i'm already in my late 20s so what i'm realizing at this point of my life and what is the key to a fulfilling life it's actually having balance balance is the key to a fulfilling life while netflix may be our best friend it's essential to step outside and embrace the world around us we need the healthy mix of solitude and social interaction to thrive remember it's not about the number of friends we have it's about the depth of our connections it's okay if you have small um a small circle of friends it's fine me um here i will share something uh i have me and my husband we just got married last may 20 and our wedding was just an intimate one and we invited a few close friends and few close families that's just it you know you can count no no you can you can count but it's my our attendees for the wedding like physically our attendees are only just like 30 30 max it's a very intimate wedding but we had fun why because the people we invited and who are in the wedding are the ones who are really close to us and whom we real we really are comfortable in spending our time with you know and spending that joyous moment of our life it's actually much much better than having for me uh, as an introvert a setup like that or ha having having an intimate wedding is actually a good one for me because I'm comfortable with the people around me so it allowed me to be able to express myself on the day of my wedding unlike for me I imagine I'm imagining myself in a big wedding with 150 to 200 people 
man, I'm telling you, if I invited 150 or 200 people like that, and most of those people are not actually my close ones, and you know, uh, not actually my close ones, uh, and I haven't talked to for so many years. I'm telling you, I will, I will have panic attacks because I don't know how to act around people of that, uh, of that large, of that amount, and on a special day because I'm not comfortable. It's not that I'm shy. It's actually, um, I'm not comfortable in a sense that I can't accommodate all of them. You know, uh, being an introvert, like what I've said, we have a social battery and it's very limited. So be having an intimate wedding allowed me to be able to, you know, uh, at down times of the wedding, I'll be able to talk to my friends at this table, my friends at this table, friends at the table, uh, only few tables. It will not tire me, right? And versus having a big group in the wedding which i can imagine myself no that will totally deplete my energy i'm not shy it will just deplete my energy and the idea of depleting my energy actually that sends me off the roof uh, when it comes to my anxiety level uh, yeah oh my god that's one of the things i'm dealing with with up to this moment uh, i'm not good at handling my anxiety level uh that's what i admit right now so my husband is really caring and i i salute and then i love him so much because he's okay with just having a small crowd in the wedding and uh, physically we, we also have some family um in zoom who attended in zoom but um that's all totally okay as well because all in all we only have like few people in our wedding to a maximum of like 40 already including the ones in zoom yeah and it's just a small crowd very small crowd and it allowed us to be able to accommodate everyone talk to everyone you know no one's nobody's left out in the wedding yeah and it's fine it's fun yeah it, it's okay to have a small circle yeah. it's okay to you know just choose choose the people there's nothing wrong with that it's not about the number of friends we have it's about the depth of the connections so let's savor those quiet moments while also stepping out of our comfort zones and basing from my shared um shared story from, from a wedding yeah uh, yeah let's just savor those moments while also stepping out of our comfort zones discovering new adventures and embracing the magic that lies beyond our cozy heavens and it's quality over quantity my friends as we create a life that nourishes both our introverted and extroverted needs and you know what we have discussed a lot of things in this podcast episode already and as we draw near to the end of this enchanting ode to introverts, let's take a moment to reflect 
Introverts, it's our time to shine, even if it's in the dark. Embrace your introversion and find joy in the quiet moments, for they hold the seeds of profound self-discovery. Remember, my dears, you are transcenders, original in your own thoughts and actions. The impact you make on the world is invaluable. So let's radiate our introverted light and show the world the beauty of our introspection, empathy, and creativity. We are an essential part of a beautifully diverse symphony. And so before I go, I will leave you with this sweet quotable quote to carry in your hearts. Remember, the world needs both introverts and extroverts. We're all part of a beautifully diverse symphony. All right. Thank you so much, dear listeners, for joining me on this extraordinary journey through the introverted mind. Remember, the path of an introvert is one self-discovery, empathy, and quiet power. Until next time, take care, nurture your introverted soul, and keep shining your unique light upon the world. <laughs>